It's all the news this morning. Uh, his appointment in 2018 took some by surprise in financial markets, but he's carved out a distinctive approach to steering the central bank through some significant changes. The expansion of its mandates from the government, beefing up the financial strength of banks and insurance companies, and most latterly coping with the financial and economic fallout of the pandemic. Well, I asked ASB's chief economist, Nick Tuffley, if Adrian Orr has been effective in his first term. Well, I think he has achieved a lot. I think you could also, uh, with the benefit of uh, 2020 hindsight, uh, the Reserve Bank here and other central banks potentially left stimulus in place uh, too long. Now, look, we can argue that criticism and level that at at many uh, central banks around the world not just here. I think what I would say is to the Reserve Bank's creditors is that they really got the bit between their teeth um, and responded very rapidly this year. Uh, and we've seen essentially them you know, get ahead of other central banks in terms of just recognising the extent of the challenge that is there in terms of dealing with persistent inflation. Some people have bridled at his personal style and they've uh, put that down as one reason why the bank lost uh, perhaps a crop of experienced senior leadership. Well, we have seen different types of style out of Reserve Bank governors and out of other leaders of central banks. You know, the, the drab, grey, sort of faceless, uh, central banker, perhaps with the old cliched image. That's certainly the case that Adrian uh, has brought a lot more personality and colour to the Reserve Bank's dealings with the public. Uh, and some of that's been very refreshing. I think if you look at how the Reserve Bank has basically looked at how it can communicate its messages to a much wider audience. And obviously with things like financial literacy being important, you know, getting that message out to a broader audience is obviously something that's uh, important. That's ASB Bank's Chief Economist, Nick Tuffley. Well, complacency from the government and the banks is seen as one of the main reasons why New Zealand is lagging behind the rest of the world when it comes to open banking. Now, open banking allows consumers to share their personal data held by their bank with other financial services companies, leaving them open to offers from those third parties. It's one suggestion that's been made to improve competition in the banking sector, possibly leading to cheaper fees. However, to work... Open banking needs consumer data rights legislation, which has been long promised and has been expected by the end of the year, although there's no sign of it as yet. Finstech NZ Chief Executive Jason Roberts says the industry is moving ahead, but in the dark, and data protection legislation would certainly speed up development. It will be accelerated by legislation. It will provide more certainty for the marketplace and will give more impetus for consumer change, better value, um, more competition, better service-type products. Once legislation comes in, I think there will be more pressure on the banks to accelerate what they do. At the moment, uh, you could argue that there's a level of complacency. We asked the Office of Consumer Affairs Minister David Clark for a comment, but uh, we had no response as yet. Well, the Grey Army is more likely more often to go the extra mile in the office compared to their younger counterparts. That's the view of one new survey, anyway. Frog recruitment has looked at the generational divide, and it shows that 54% of workers aged over 50 believe they go above and beyond uh, what's required, compared to just 17% of respondents under 25. Of the staffed age uh, between the two age groups, 25 to 50, then then four out of ten felt that they were doing more than they needed to. 
Frog Recruitment Managing Director Shannon Barlow says the over-50s can use these hard-working trades to their advantage. I think it's been years of experience and also to get ahead and to do well, you have to be seen to be putting in the extra effort. And if the over-50s are, are, are looking at new opportunities or looking to, to get ahead in their current roles, is that they can play on those stereotypes and say, look, I'm really hard-working. I'm not going to be the one who's always looking for time out and I'm really focused on my role. So, you know, use that to your advantage and, and play to those strengths. Shannon Barlow says older workers need to be careful that they manage their work-life balance to avoid burnout. I'm joined now by Andrew Atkinson from Jarden Securities for a look at what's happening on financial markets. Security, Andrew. Oh, good afternoon, Giles from the sunny Hawke's Bay. Sunny Hawke's Bay, indeed. How sunny is it on financial markets? Uh, the Kiwi market's just slightly behind on yesterday, down uh, 0.34%. Uh, notables there, uh, Fletcher Buildings down uh, 4.1% to $4.91. Uh, Auckland Airport's down uh, 1.24 to $7.57. And EBOS is down 0.93% to 37.35. On the other side, A2 Milk's up 3% to $6.18. And E-Road's up 1%, 1.45% to $1.40. It's just opening time in Australia. What's the early signs? Yeah, Australia's opened in the green, up 0.2% on yesterday. Uh, performance there, ResMed 1.3% up uh, to 32.78 and Commonwealth Bank up 0.7% to uh, 103.84. Which takes us to the currency. Uh, the Kiwi against the US is 0.5934. Uh, against the Aussie, it's 0.9166. Against the pound, 0.5153. Against the euro, 0.5925. Against the yen, 87.05. And against the Chinese, uh, 4.2747. Which leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. Uh, the NZDTWI is 70.22. Uh, the three-month bank bill rate, uh, 4.22, and uh, Brent crude is 97.93. Excellent. Thank you very much. That's Andrew Atkinson from the Sunny Hawks Bay for Jardin Securities. In other uh, business news this lunch hour, the number of job advertisements is eased for a second consecutive month, but remains at historically high levels. Jobs website Seek shows that the adverts rose or fell, I should say, 1.1% seasonally adjusted in October. They fell close to 4% the month before. Well, BNZ economists who crunch the numbers say it might be a further indication the labour market uh, has peaked or is peaking. Real estate and property adverts were up for the month, but were still well down on where they were a year ago. Hospitality and tourism jobs ads uh, fell 6% but were well above this time last year. And the, the demand may be easing in the main centres, while regional centres are still doing a touch better. And the number of applications being received for advertised jobs remains near historic highs. The conclusion from the BNZ Economist is that uh, if there's a change underway in the labour market, it's moving pretty slowly. We'll update uh, news and numbers for you around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Jimmy, that's business. Kia ora.